Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Doing great. I hope you're doing well, Jason. Bill, uh, it's wonderful to be in the studio. I'll tell you what, that that new logo is a mouthful. I I don't (laughs) think I could say it. You have to practice it a good time. But I I guess it is uh, nice for folks to know where the FM signal is at 98.5. Um, but I, I don't know that I could say that mouthful. <laughs> well, I'm trying to come up with a shortcut to work, to get yeah. all that out there, but um, I'm working on it. Yeah, Bill. Give I, me some time. Give I me some time. I appreciate that. But, yeah. uh, well, I, folks, I guess folks will get used to it. <laughs> they can. They've got they've got two choices on the yeah. on the band now to listen to you, Bill, and Asset Protection today, and get yeah. the wonderful nuggets that you provide us with every week. Well, and um, anyway, well, anyway, I you, you know it's it seems like um, the, the stay at home where we are, uh, stay safe. It, it keep keeps. I mean, I know all of us are just missing. Uh, our favorite things. Uh, it, it's uh, for me, you know. It, it's uh, the the kind of thing where uh, I just I can't do the things that I enjoy and and, and I, the things that I like to do or what I've been accustomed to doing, I guess. But it's like where we are now. It's like bam, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Uh, but you, before, you know, the truth is, I, I think all of us were on a treadmill. We, we were so busy. Um, you know, time doesn't stop, that's for sure. Or at least it didn't seem that way. Uh, and, and now we are, this, we're at uh, an event, if you want to call it an event, that's never, ever happened before. I mean, in essence, all, uh, practically the entire world has stopped. Wow. <laughs> uh, and, and for the most part, it, it's horrible. I mean, we, we um, but not everything about it is if you really get down to it. Uh, and that's, I guess that's the kind of thing that I want to talk about because before this came about, uh, you know, for a lot of folks, it was hard to even close your eyes in terms of having enough time to get to sleep. We were so busy. Uh, And it's the kind of thing where all of us have been on this treadmill, you know, where, you know, however you want to call it, but we've had so many things to do, and now it just stopped. Uh, and, and in some ways, um, it, it's a gift to us. And, and it's not, you know, clearly not the virus, not the deaths, not the sickness. But we're in, I guess the best way to call it is the great pause. We, we know that it, it will eventually be over. But it's the kind of thing, well, what, how, how do we take the best out of what we've got? You know, how do we make lemonade out of lemons? <laughs> <laughs> and for each of us, it's different. But at the same time, um, just think about the fact that 
time has really changed for us. I mean, and I'm talking about the essence of time. Because before, we always had an excuse. I'm sorry, can't do it. Too busy. <laughs> now we don't have an excuse. <laughs> It's <laughs> very true. Well, <laughs> it, it's, um, you know, now I know that all of us have the, the things, parts of our routine that we absolutely crave, we love. Uh, you know, for, for me, it, it's, you know, there's certain things like going out to certain, my favorite restaurants, and, you know, that's over, uh, <laughs> at least for a while. Uh, and, you know, uh, I love to sail, and shoot, Dare County won't even let me come into the county, <laughs> so I can't sail, can't even go to my my home uh, there, uh, and, and that's extraordinarily disappointing. But it's, you know, yes, it's time for reflection. It's time where we actually can put down that, that uh, all that busy stuff all of our excuses, and and really think about ourselves, our families. Uh, what are those things that are meaningful to us? And yes, you know, we're isolated to a degree. I mean, we can't uh, hug our families like uh, you know, like we enjoy doing. We, uh, but we, you know, we can. It's not that we can't talk to people. In fact, I think to some degree we have an opportunity to talk with our families more because of this. It might be on Zoom, it might be, it might be <laughs> over the telephone, but you know, it's not that we're doing something else. We don't have time to talk. We don't have time to visit. We don't have time to to do anything. And and just think, it's for me, I mean, I've read a bunch of books that I would not have had an opportunity to do. I've uh, maybe do a little bit of self-improvement. I hope so. But I, I was just thinking about, okay, well, oh, what am I going to do next? And, and truthfully, I don't want to be a couch potato. I don't want to be in front of the TV. I want to do some things um, that might be more meaningful. And there are lots of things for me that I haven't been able to pick up uh, and do because I've been on that treadmill just like everybody else. And it's like, hey, you know, maybe I can pick up that art book. I can uh, do some things, uh, you know, uh, you know, if you want to call it arts and crafts or painting or, or ec exercising more, walking more, you know, all of that stuff that can be really good for us. And so it's the kind of thing where and, of course, we all have observed the fact uh, in, in that, uh, you know, while the world has stopped, there's some other things that um, have happened that you, might, you probably would consider really good. I mean, yes, the economic devastation, people are worried about being able to pay their bills. And, I, uh, you know, all of us uh, are, are feeling that pinch. But l look what's happening around the world, you know, the— the smog has gone away. You know, there are clear skies. The water's, the air's cleaner. The water's cleaner. <laughs> We're not polluting as much. Uh, it, it actually gives us hope for the planet to, in, in, in a sense uh, of those kinds of issues. But it also tells us in a lot of ways that um, uh, our, frankly, I, I think our leadership 
uh, at all levels has really messed up. And, and this really um, focuses on, the, uh, on that. Uh, I, and I'm, I'm not talking politics. I'm talking leadership. And what I'm really getting at is, um, could this country have been prepared for this virus? No question about it. Could the hospitals be in a, a, a state of better preparedness for a pandemic? Absolutely. Could there have been a, um, a, a solution to this problem before it arose. Absolutely. In other words, it's just a matter of refocusing money towards things that are really important. I mean, why aren't we funding the research into uh, the viruses and, and things that can put us down? Uh, you know, those are the kinds of things uh, to, to, that we should refocus our money on. And look at all of the, you know, we haven't didn't have enough protective gear for uh, the folks on the front lines, and uh, that goes for the uh, sheriff's departments and the firefighters and the, as and of course the hospital workers and anybody in the healthcare industry. It's it's a really scary time. So, you know, from my perspective. We really do need to refocus, uh, have our leaders, and I'm certainly not one of those, but it's the kind of thing where this whole thing really uh, should, uh, out of the reflection of where we are today, should give us a better idea of how to move forward in the future so that we don't have this kind of pause Again, uh, there's too much economic devastation in this pause to, um, to justify it. And it's all about where the money is spent. You know, if you think, and of course, as you know, I'm, I'm an old military guy, and I believe in, in making sure that our military has all of the equipment uh, to be the best in the, in the world. And, the, you know, equipment, training, leadership, and the whole bit, and as far as that goes. But the truth is, we're we're fighting a separate kind of war at this point, and and it's uh, we should put the same type of resources uh, into that and refocus our energies. I just think it's so important for us to think of it in that way. And so, while we're in crisis, I think we should think about the lemonade that that uh, we can make as a country. Uh, obviously, people do care. Uh, this this time has given us the opportunity to take a deep breath and um, and really to to think how we can put our lives back together. Uh, and I think that's so important. Um, it's it, this is a, a rare opportunity for us to reconsider how that treadmill rolls, and I just think it's so important for us. And, of course, uh, it also means, you know, how do we support local? I hope we have a lot of folks out at the farmer's market today. I mean, that's the true definition of local. You know, we can get our local produce and we can get, uh, uh, you know, I, I know for the last number of weeks I've had, uh, you know, I've wanted to be outside. I'm not much of a yard guy, but, you know, here I am trying to, uh, do a bunch of yard work. <laughs> and I, you know, in the evenings, I tell you, my body is 
painful. It's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did what I did this weekend. But um, but it is, it is the uh, opportunity for us to really um, reconsider uh, what we're doing and, and redefine ourselves in a lot of ways. I, th- I think um, this pandemic um, should uh, refocus us. I mean, yes, we all want to be back to normal, but we can redefine what that normal is. And I think uh, this has shown us a, a better uh, road to travel, if you will. So it's just a little different kind of thinking, and I, I hope people are not offended by it, but it's it's the kind of thing where um, uh, it, it the great pause is here, and it's uh, for us it may not be lifted for a few more weeks. Uh, we'll see what we do with it. We got to make the best of it, and a glass half full attitude I think goes a long way towards, uh, you know, finding the the positive and in, in the mess, the bless and the mess, if you will, of what we're going through right now. Well, Bill, we've got a few other things that we want to address throughout the hour today. We want to talk about annuities for a bit and trusts and plenty more. Stick with us. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Bill. We're talking about the side effects of the shelter-in-place order and the coronavirus situation that we're all going through. And uh, I know you want to continue on on your uh, conversation there, but uh, I do want to remind everyone that one of the positive side effects of this is that uh, for those who've not been able to attend your seminars, Bill, they can do them now from home. You can find plenty of information online at WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. That's Bill's website. But these are the monthly seminars that you put on, Bill. And until uh, we're allowed to gather in in larger groups. Folks can participate in the seminars online from the comfort of their home. You can uh, Zoom and and participate that way. And this is a a great way for folks to get access to the uh, brilliance that you have when Uh, it comes to knowing how to uh, facilitate long-term care assistance and yeah, well, Jason, I appreciate you bringing that up because it is important. And now there is an asterisk. Uh, obviously, there, it's still free. Our seminars have always been free, but uh, uh, they do have to sign up and they do have to have a computer uh, or a smartphone or some way to connect to us uh, over the World Wide Web. But uh, it's it's really easy, um, and it's um, I've uh, enjoyed doing it, and and I'll will basically try to teach folks as much as I can. Uh, each seminar lasts about an hour and a half and plenty of time for questions. If uh, and, and for me, it's a lot of fun. And I think uh, while it's not quite as nice as the face-to-face seminars that uh, we do, um, and it's a little harder to get used to the, you know, a webinar, but frankly, uh, you know, truthfully, you can – do the, the webinar in your pajamas if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, just to clarify, you will not be in your pajamas, right? I could be that. Okay. No, <laughs> no could I can't. Be. No, no, no. I'll, 
<laughs> but it it, uh, it it actually uh works really well i was i've been very impressed with it uh with the technology and and how it works and so of course we will be doing uh, uh each of our seminars uh the second wednesday of may i can't remember what the date is but we'll be doing two um and uh, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And we'll do our normal long-term care seminar, which is about Medicaid and veterans benefits, uh, which uh, is so important. I'll be doing both seminars or webinars, I should say. Um, but it's basically a seminar where people are just at, at, at home. That, that's really the only difference uh, if you get right down to it in terms of how it works. Um, and so for those families that are worried about the cost of long-term care and what's available out there for them, it's, it, the seminar has never been about, you know, purchasing long-term care insurance. Or, or It's about for all of us who don't have long-term care insurance and uh, what, what are the programs out there, how to get eligible for them, uh, how to um, protect your assets uh, from any kind of a state recovery claim because you're on those programs. Uh, those are so important uh, for folks because, truthfully, nobody can afford a long-term care crisis. It's devastating financially, but there are ways to avoid that devastation, and that's what we talk about, how to do that. So for those folks who might qualify, and truthfully, most people can, in fact, qualify for Medicaid if they need nursing care, or some folks can qualify for special assistance for uh, assisted living care. Uh, there are a lot of war period veterans and their spouses uh, who are eligible for pension uh, from the from uh, VA. Uh, there are other veterans that uh, can get uh, benefits uh, through the VA uh, for in-service connected disability uh, or f for, um, in fact, uh, there's, there is a benefit for uh, the widows of uh of veterans, and this is not war period veterans. This is uh, the DCI benefit, and it actually has a benefit that a lot of widows don't know about, and, and that is you can actually have an add-on for homebound or aid and attendance for those uh, widows of, of veterans uh, who were are either disabled 100 percent or or suffered from Agent Orange, and and in fact oh, one of the messages that I've been trying to get out recently is that there is a new benefit uh, that widows can actually apply for if their spouse never applied for disability, but they served in Vietnam and and the, one of the causes of their death might have been related to Agent Orange. And so that's something that folks need to look at. Uh, it's a huge benefit. And, you know, there's twice as many folks out there on what's called DCI than are on pension. People don't realize that how important that benefit is. So anyway, that's another thing that we'll be talking about in the uh, our long-term care seminar. And then, as as you know, uh, the actually the more popular one I've been doing uh, this year has been on trusts and asset protection. And I, that's uh, another area that's close to my heart, and it's really important. Uh, and again, that's an area that a lot of folks are interested in. And so we'd encourage you to sign up so that uh, you can be a part of that webinar. 
It's free to sign up. Go to WGALaw.com, WGALaw.com. Uh, just click on the seminars button. You can find information there. You may be like some of the uh, the folks last time, Bill, who who attended both seminars, uh, mm-hmm. both webinars. So you can do that. And if you have mm-hmm. questions or if you want to register by phone, call 919-256-7000, 919 919- Two five six seven thousand. Bill, well, let's get back to the side effects. Well, I wanted to talk about you, you know there. Uh, we we all have received sage advice. Uh, a, a lot of it, some people ignore. <laughs> and when you have a, a a pandemic, you have something like what we have right now with the economic devastation going on. Uh, it brings us back around that circle, if you will, in terms of why that advice can be so important. And and these are things that all of us know in our hearts, but we tend to ignore it or we, you know, the most devastating uh, thing about us is we tend to procrastinate. <laughs> and so what am I talking about? Well, Clearly, those folks who have their um, their mortgages paid off are in better shape financially than those folks who were convinced, no, don't pay off your mortgage, put your money in, uh, in the stock market and make more money than what you're paying in interest. Well, this is the economic time where you see the, that result and how... Folks uh, who have their mortgages paid off um, uh, don't have to worry about whether the bank's going to take their home away from them because they can't afford to pay that mortgage right now. Um, and and I, I say that particularly for retirees because it's so much easier to retire when you don't have that big mortgage payment to make. Another one is the fact that instead of putting all your money into uh, the stock market or, uh, you know, that kind of thing, you need to have a safety cushion. And how much safety cushion depends, but I call it your safety bucket. And in other words, money that's not invested, it's actually safely at the bank, or at least in some form where you can get to it, it's not going to go up and down significantly with the market. And of course, people are, are told that when they get into retirement, they're told that when they're working as well. And this, again, this is the reason, because if you have a year, um, say, you know, enough in savings to get you by for at least a year, guess what? That gets you through the great pause when You've lost your job, or you're uh, you're only working half time now, or or whatever the circumstances are. That's the whole reason for this, because these the, this pandemic, while it was foreseeable by some, for the most of us, we had no clue it was coming. <laughs> okay, so uh, the the fact is is that. Uh, whether no, ma- no matter how you look at the, c- the cause or the leadership or whatever, we're all suffering through this no matter uh, what. So, yes, having that safety bucket is really important for folks. Um, uh, you know, all, you know, and of course there's a lot of other sage advice out there too, but, you know, and of course another one is, yes, everyone should have basic legal documents. Uh, many of us 
Um, you know, just think about the folks who can't uh, do for themselves at this point. They need help. They need some. They need an agent. They need a, a, a daughter or a son to help them through this crisis in terms of getting things done for them. Well, that's why a power of attorney is important. But uh, there are also a lot of folks who are feeling mortal. They want to make sure all of their affairs are in order. And, and so you need a will or a trust uh, to take care of those. And um, so, uh, and of course, there are people who are worried about being sick. They need their uh, health care powers of attorney in place and their advanced directives for natural death and a medical release and a digital release. And those are basic documents that we all should have. And if you don't have them, you need to get them. That's really important. And for a lot of families, um, Trusts can be extremely helpful as well. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, tune into the webinar, you know, and learn. Uh, you know, this is an opportunity. You don't have anything else to do anyway. That's right. <laughs> you know, make this a learning opportunity for you. Uh, you know, this uh, th this is a time where you don't have an excuse, where you have other stuff to do. You're off that treadmill. So, yes, you, you can do some things that uh, will educate you. Uh, and so, yeah, tune into our webinar. How'd you like that segue? That was very well done, Bill. If the whole legal thing doesn't work out for you, you can, you can be a broadcaster if you want. WGALaw.com is the website if you want to register for the seminar. That's also where you can find out plenty about the services that Bill offers. If you want to schedule an appointment, you can go there as well or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us. Bill, we're uh, talking about plenty of things this morning, but we do want to transition a little bit and get onto the subject of annuities. Well, it's it's really important. And annuities, um, it, it's a big area. Uh, there are lots of different kinds of annuities, and I, I simply wanted to give uh, some advice as it rela relates to thinking in terms of is an annuity a good thing? You have to. Here's where I'm coming from. Every time the stock market crashes, you, there's there's this wave of professional advisors out there that say, oh, you could have avoided that. You just should have had an annuity. Now's the time to buy an annuity. They're safe. They're guaranteed. They're wonderful contracts. And what I, what I want folks to understand is that annuities can be okay, but there's always strings attached. And at least... From my own experience, um, uh, th there are a lot of things about annuities that sound good. And I've, I've met with a lot of folks over the years that hear what they want to hear, and they filter out the negatives, assuming that the advisor 
does what they're supposed to do and say, these are the good things and here are the bad things, and you need to know about all of this stuff before you decide to buy. But there are an awful lot of folks who hear the good things, filter out the bad, and it's like, oh, isn't this wonderful? And here's the thing that I want folks to understand. Okay, so if you're interested in any kind of annuity, do not, under any circumstances, think that all of your savings should go into an annuity. I mean, the the safest way to invest, if you like annuity, and some people don't like annuities at all, and that there's a reason for that. It's all those strings attached. You lose control of your money over time. But there are some good things about some annuities, and I want folks to know that not all annuities are the same. There are many, many various types of annuity, different kinds of strings, different companies. Actually, uh, the, the, I, I'm not even fond of the five biggest annuity companies out there, the insurance companies that sell annuities. There are f- a few annuities that I like personally, but what I like isn't necessarily what's appropriate for, for, you know, any, you know, you gotta, if you're going to buy an annuity, it's got to be the annuity that's appropriate for you personally. And that's where you need professional advice. But don't let anybody talk you into putting all of your investments into an annuity. In fact, I think if if you're investing more than a third of your savings into an annuity, you're probably making a mistake. And and I would tell you not to buy an annuity based on the advice of one person. It's the kind of thing where, uh, you know, with annuities, they sound so good that some folks are just ready to buy it right right then. And I think you need a cool down, <laughs> you know, to reflect and, and ask the questions about, okay, what's the downside? Uh, what, what, how can this hurt me as well as uh, help me? And so if uh, annuities are best suited for those folks who want to convert a lump sum of money into uh, an income stream. Uh, that's, uh, you know, because uh, no matter how you look at an annuity, it is a long, a very long-term investment. It's not a short-term investment. And so uh, clearly, as you get older, depending on what your life expectancy is, an annuity might not be appropriate at all because you're too old. <laughs> or, uh, you, you know, it's the kind of thing where um, it, you just have to be careful uh, and recognize that there are many, many different types of annuities out there. They all sound good. They all have a catch but that you need to understand everything about an annuity before you put your hard-earned money uh, into one. And, and this, is, this is the time because we've, we're in a pandemic, we've had a market crash. Uh, this is the time when uh, there are an awful lot of folks that will say, well, if you had just had an annuity, you would not have seen this crash in your portfolio. Um, okay, there is some truth to that, but 
uh, the fact is that there's so many variables when it comes to what's appropriate for you long term. You know, all of us know that stock market is volatile. It goes up, it goes down, and even when the market goes down, there are some companies that are actually doing quite well. When it goes up, there are other companies that are performing very poorly. So it's uh, not one thing, and it's not all up, and it's not all down. But over time, the stock market generally outperforms um, any annuity for the most part. And it's, and so it's the kind of thing – and even seniors should, at least in my book, have a, a portion of their money – Yes, they have to have that savings bucket, but they should also have some money at risk. And by at risk, I mean invested in a way that where the return will be beat inflation by a good bit. That's the one thing about savings. Savings generally don't – that doesn't beat inflation. It's If you're lucky, it stays neutral with inflation, but it generally doesn't do better than that. And most seniors have to realize that – your life expectancy is probably longer than you think. <laughs> you know, they're, st- they're talking about people living to be 100 to 150 at this point. And, and so now not all of us are going to get there, that's for sure. But it, uh, most of us are going to actually live longer than what we think we would. And we need to plan for not running out of money. That's, and so in order to do that, we have to have some of our money over a, long, a longer-term perspective that will do better than just sort of coast with inflation. And, and that's a really important thing. I guess that's another piece of sage advice. So um, be, be very wary. There are some annuities. Some annuities are appropriate for a, a, a good group of folks. But it is a long-term investment. It's got lots of strings attached to them, and you really need to understand. Uh, The other thing that a lot of folks don't realize uh, is that annuities do not necessarily work well with government assistance programs. Uh, And so uh, sometimes uh, folks who buy annuities and, and then a few years later have an issue with long-term care, they realize that they have to liquidate that annuity in order to get the, the assistance that they need. So, um, you know, there's some folks where they can do anything they want to with their money. If, if uh, a family is very wealthy, has lots of liquidity, uh, or they have a really good long-term care insurance policy where they don't have to worry about that kind of crisis. They've got plenty of insurance to cover their home in terms of a calamity there. So they've really you know, covered all the bases as far as risk, and they've got money in the bank, and they've got that savings pot and just lots of money. They can do anything they want to, but guess what? Most of us are not in that boat. We don't have enough income. We don't have enough savings. We don't, you know, we have to really focus on where we put our money and how we do it because we may very well need it like like most people do right now. Uh, it's so important. And for those, you know, I hope that the millennials out there – the ones who have not had any savings, the ones who have basically spend, been spending their full paycheck, living week to week or month to month, realize that 
that's not the way to live successfully, that you've got to live below your means. This is part of that old sage advice, live below your means, put money uh, away in savings and investments for times like these. Uh, One of the most disheartening things for me is to know that half of this country does not have any savings at all. And that's why this pandemic is so economically devastating, because for those folks, they're really in trouble. And, uh, you know, my heart goes out to them. Uh, But, uh, you know, this is where lessons can be learned for the future. This is not the last time something bad. It may not be a pandemic the next time. Hopefully we'll fight that war uh, going forward where we don't have that. But there'll be something else that that does something similar. So we got to be prepared. It's an economic cycle. So uh, eventually things come back around and that's just the way that it's always been and the way it always will be. But that's great advice, Bill. And thank you for sharing that. WGALaw.com is Bill's website. If you want to find more information about him or schedule an appointment or register for Bill's free seminars coming up on May 13th, Wednesday, May 13th. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. We are talking annuities right now, Bill, and you've been dropping some uh, good advice for us to make sure that we understand Mm -hmm. both the positives and the negatives of annuities and weighing those uh, very wisely and and making sure that we're making the right decisions with our money. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about how wills and trusts and annuities sometimes come together, okay? And so uh, there are a lot of folks, I mean, who come in and say, we're simple folks, we just need a simple will. And some folks, that's exactly right. But, you know, there are an awful lot of folks where something less than simple is better for them. And when they know that they have options, then that's so important to them. And I'll give you a couple examples. Let's say that, like you, Jason, how old are your children now? I've got a three-year-old and a newborn. There you go. Okay. So if you're going to do a will, you might do a will that says, okay, take care of my wife. But how are you going to take care of your kids if your wife dies with you? So it's the kind of thing where, yeah, you need a trust contained in your last will and testament where you can uh, recommend a guardian, you can appoint a trustee, and then then you can leave your property in a way that will actually benefit your children significantly. Well, the same thing is true for seniors uh, who can leave a trust. I call it a modified sweetheart will. So instead of leaving your property, I leave all my property to my spouse and then equally to my children. That would be your typical sweetheart will. Um, uh, and that's what I call a simple will. But guess what? If, if leaving your property to your spouse outright may not be a good idea because your spouse is iffy, your spouse needs care, your spouse uh, can't manage for themselves, 
why not create what we call a supplemental needs trust in your will for your spouse? We use those all the time because they work with government assistance planning to where they're not countable assets. And, you know, you could have a million dollars or $10 million in a supplemental needs trust and your spouse be on Medicaid, and that's okay. I mean, it's uh, and then there's no estate recovery against a supplemental needs trust in your will. And you know what? You can't do that kind of trust for your spouse that works in a revocable trust, a living trust. It doesn't work. It has to be in your will. So there are a lot of technical things as to why certain things work. But m- so many of my clients, when they realize that they have options that really can work well for their family, they choose these options. Uh, and so uh, now I said something about an annuity. What if you have, a, say, a child who's a spendthrift and you don't want to leave them several hundred thousand dollars outright and you don't have enough money that you want that you think you can actually create a trust, whether it's a will or otherwise. Well, this is an annuity actually can be useful there because annuities are really good at creating what? An income stream. Well, if you give them an income stream, then they can't blow it all at once. They can blow it each week or month, but they can't blow it all at once. So I I call these kind of annuities that we actually give the executor discretion as to what kind of annuity to purchase, but you direct the executor to buy an annuity for your uh, wayward child uh, so that they end up with an income stream that they can't change into something else. You know, they don't own it. They they can't. uh, There are ways that you can... Uh, make it so all they can do is accept that income each month. And that can be very, very helpful, uh, particularly if you don't have the ability to have a big trust for them. A small annuity can make a a difference. Uh, You know, if you have a spendthrift child, you have a a child that has too great influence by by their spouse, or they have issues with drugs or alcohol or gambling or other things, or, or they're just gullible. You know, you know, if you give them a, an inheritance that other people will have it uh, taken away from them in short order. And, and all, you know, there are a lot of families out there with those kind of issues, quite frankly. So it's how do we protect ourselves? How do we protect our children uh, and grandchildren? And so those things, there's something you can do about it with good estate planning. Family dynamics play a big part in it, and everyone has a different situation. And as you alluded to earlier, Bill, as uh, as you go through life, your needs change as well. So that's why it's so important to get professional advice. Schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. 919-256-7000 is the number to call. 919-256-7000. Or go online to wgalaw.com. Law. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic.
You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here reminding you if you want to register for the webinars, the uh, replacement for the free seminars that Bill puts on every second Wednesday of the month. The next one coming up is on Wednesday, May 13th. It's free to register, free to attend online. Go to WGA Law. Dot com and click on the seminars button wgalaw.com and click on the seminars button or if you have questions call 919-256-7000 919-256-7000 we are out of time for today but we hope you will join us again next week for asset protection today with attorney bill alexander on fm 98.5 am 680 wptf news talk traffic